Hey there, anglers, and welcome to yet another episode here at the Raleigh Bass and Saltwater Expo. Um, this is Southern Appalachian Anglers Guide Talking. I am your host, Mitch Carter, uh, guide here at SAA today. Um, I am joined by Paul. You guys know Paul and Nick Folks with Folks Custom Cranks. Um, Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do, man. Thank you guys for having me. So, yeah, I custom paint crankbaits. Been doing it probably 10 years now, so long that I can't really remember. Started in high school, did it through college, and now it's a full-time job for the last two years. So, nice, travel man. all over the country, selling yeah. you know, crankbaits, sell online, of course, but uh, enjoy coming to these fishing shows and meeting people in person and showing you know, kind of what crankbaits we got. Nice. And, uh, you know, we met Nick last year um, at the 2022 show, and uh, we had a booth right next to him, and he was a very dangerous booth to be next to, that's for sure. And uh, his, uh, your baits caught our eyes, and you, you definitely catch, your baits definitely catch a lot of the eyes in the show. Every time I walk by your booth, man, it's loaded with people, and you can't hardly catch a break. So you make a very nice bait. You do a really good job. Well, thank and, you. I appreciate uh, you that. You bet, man. You bet, man. You can definitely tell you do it full time, man. Oh, yeah. You, know, you, yeah, you definitely grind it out, and you put a lot year. of work into it. So <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so... Uh, you're from Pennsylvania, right? Yep, what part yep, of Pennsylvania? Just outside of Pittsburgh. We're like okay. uh, 15 miles out Pittsburgh. Far enough that it's not in Pittsburgh, you mm-hmm. know, but uh, close enough city if we want. Got you. Got know, you. Got get, you. Do so whatever we want. Where are your home waters, man? Like, where do you fish? Where do you so, go when you get the time? <laughs> technically, if you want to, like, we got a little lake, you know, behind 10 miles away from the house. Yeah. Uh, three rivers, of course, are close, but uh, to me, if you're going to Three Rivers, we got Erie two hours away. Right, you know, right. Average river smallmouth, pound, pound and a half. Not bad, you know, but you go to Erie, average smallmouth, three and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three, so, yeah, sure. you know, if, if you're able to take the time off, go to Erie. It's, you know, that's that. I'd say that's probably that's a home water. That's a good time. Well, cool, man. So um, let's get into it here. So kind of describe your process. Um, maybe... Um, you know kind of how you make your baits like how do you get started like what kind of baits do you make um you know i I think you said that you get some blanks a lot of times Mm -hmm. from different places you'll Mm -hmm. you'll uh refinish some baits i think you told us last year is that true so so what's your process on that sure so we do a couple different things we have our own series of baits folks custom line fc line right uh we have them you know produced injected in a factory kind of build them to our specs yeah uh the jerk baits and flat sides this year we're having tungsten and internals put on them so a little bit higher quality you know a little bit better bait we're happy with those nice so nice. we have that line then we do a repaint line where we take mm-hmm. you know everyone loves a rapala dt6 dt8 sure. we take store name baits take their paint off take their clear coat off put our paint on it yeah. so it gives you a different look because you know i mean those companies have to commit to a million of each color or more of when yeah. they do a color but uh us it allows us to put a different color on them and i'm sure you guys like companies will produce a color that's uh, not made anymore or you'd want it Changed a little bit, went orange here, chartreuse yeah. here. Yeah. So we do that. Then we have guys just send in their old baits because we all have thousands of baits being loose fishermen. baits. Yeah. <laughs> that you're like, oh, I don't like them on this color. Yeah. It just doesn't work. We just, uh, you know, you can send it in. We can paint it, do color matches. That's awesome. Just do do a little bit of everything. So. Yeah. I don't know anybody else that really does that. Refinishes a bait like that. So yeah. other other than Nick here. So that's pretty cool. Um, where do you where do you get a lot of your older baits that you refinish i mean or is it just a random collection from here and there yeah so so throughout the year kind of what i do you know spring summer fall is i'm on ebay i'm an ebay hound i'm on yeah. their bind wiggle warts mine speed traps nice. you know up north you know we got you can go to yard sales and find stuff but uh i have a lot of guys down south where there's more fishermen right. who go to yard sales you know and they're making a little bit of money they know i'm 
I'm a pretty good buyer. Like, hey, right. if I buy this, will you buy it off of me? And they'll right. make a little bit of money just for, you know, putting their time and effort. So right. have those guys help me out a ton, which is nice. And, you know, they get make a little bit of money, and it gets me a good inventory to come to these shows because everyone loves the pre-Rapala Wig Wharton, of course, yeah. in the Carolinas. <laughs> the speed traps, the old speed traps, yeah. mm-hmm. those have been, you know, everyone's came over like, oh, you you have speed traps here no one else does? And it just yeah. it makes you different from, you know, if you have other people here custom paint. It's just something different that not every booth will, will carry and right. do. And, you know, I've kind of made made a name for that and just in myself yeah. doing the old, old baits, you know, because I appreciate where bass fishing was back then and uh yeah, you know yeah. guys still like throwing that stuff so yeah. pretty cool and, to do and i don't know anybody in their right mind that would now throw a pre-rapala wiggle wart <laughs> i do but not around wood yeah <laughs> <laughs> we break out the new stuff for wood rock yeah, yeah. i'm all right you yeah. know. go in the middle of the cove yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah there you go um but yeah man that's cool so uh um is, do you do you do mostly uh, plastic stuff or is it balsa stuff too? Or is sure. It, so for the longest, as far all, as what you make, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So it's always been plastic for us, but uh, just this past summer, I got into making balsa baits, uh, cutting them, you know, hand cutting them, and uh, it's definitely a long process. You know, I yeah. this year, of course, I tend more to do the painting, but this year I did cut up about 350 of them and mm-hmm. uh want to do more next year but they're just so labor intensive but they have their own niche market for sure yeah. you know especially that's coming back the the old school balsa trend that's on the rise yeah it's like swim baits where like square bill trends kind of down from what i'm seeing not everyone's yeah, just chucking a square bill every every yeah. day anymore yeah. so that's like that's why you come to these shows you see you know kind of what's selling like flat sides this year we went big on because last year we saw oh everyone's flat sides not as yeah. many people throwing square bills yeah. i think just because there's more fishermen so we're kind of having to get more finessey with it yeah so it's just all about trying to you know adjust to the market you're in well and you got to know your trends too yeah exactly because right? like uh paul's been making a lot of his pink sales mm-hmm. you know and, and pink's kind of a hot color right yeah. now purple's a hot color too mm-hmm. so it's you know just just trying to stay trying to stay up with those trends and yeah and, and that kind of thing so um like I say, man, you paint a really nice bait. Um, and so, I mean, what are some of your techniques and, and stuff that you do that, that just, I mean, because, I mean, I look at some of your baits, and they're just so textured, <laughs> so many different colors. I mean, and, and I mean, it's good-looking stuff. So, I mean, like, what are some of your techniques and, and things that you might do to, to get that? Or sure. is that a secret? Well, thank you. A little, <laughs> little secret. But, like, yeah. if you went into my shop and you saw, you'd be like, no way you're doing that with what you got. Like, mm-hmm. some of my stencils are duct tape. Like, I put duct tape stencils that's how i can say it yep. <laughs> like, yeah, you yeah, know i'm yeah, cutting them out of duct tape and it's a little bit of redneck engineering but like <laughs> my airbrush everyone thinks you got to have a 300 dollars, 400 dollars fancy airbrush i literally use a 30 dollars airbrush yeah. i mm-hmm. mean <laughs> yeah. it's i think you know i, I i'm self-taught so i kind of do things a little different wow. than what yeah. everyone else does yeah. and because of that i didn't learn from someone so you know it just yeah. kind of do things kind of went my own path mm. of course like say like paint thinning I, I shoot pretty high psi mm. everyone shoots 30 40 25 somewhere in their psi i shoot mm. like 70 80 wow, which yeah. if you put that in some people's guns i mean it would just splatter paint all over the wall right but right. uh for me it works yeah. i don't know why uh <laughs> you know i mix a lot i create a lot of my own paint with mm-hmm. like certain pigments and such where you just can't buy it in the store yeah so i think that kind of you get some different colors that guys appreciate like right. color shifts and you know the guys who are really into custom painting be like yeah i see you know you're doing something different than if they were going to do you know just buy from someone else who's just buying stuff off the shelf right right pretty neat to do that yeah yeah and uh you know being a fly fisherman i can really relate oh yeah you know just because 
the whole reason I, I I really got into fly tying is because I know what I needed out of that fly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. I could go to a fly shop and I could see probably a dozen things and maybe two of them would be somewhat close to what I want. But like mm-hmm. if I tie something or if you make a bait, you, yep, it's you exactly get what how you want. want. It's exactly yep. how you want. That's it, like man. my best best buddy, best man at my wedding. He was a fly fisherman, big time yeah. fly fisherman. And yeah. I watch him do it and it's same thing like it, as what i'm doing with baits he's doing i'm like he wooly buggers or whatever but he does a little bit stuff different puts a little color here or there that yeah. you know it's, it's pretty neat yet yeah, subtle little things that especially trout because trout have way better eyesight than bass i'm sure yeah you know they pick up on and it's just not the standard pattern they're seeing right 50 times a day swung through them. right exactly <laughs> and you know that that's what a lot of it is too is just uh I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sure you might feel this way too, but what we're starting to see a lot more in you know the bass fishing world is is things are getting smaller yes. and smaller yep. and smaller and bigger though. Some I mean, sometimes got, so we're, we're still, going two ends of the spectrum. Yeah, get, you've <laughs> you've got either finesse or you've got glide bait. Yep, you ten know? inch glide baits yeah, out the wazoo. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know a lot of it is just really that that fishing pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know we just had ball biologists on, and you know and every a, bun- a bunch of people talking, you know, and some guys talking about just fishing pressure. Yeah, and with more pressure, the more finesse you got to exactly. get with it. So, yep. um, you know, I think the, everyone can see that in every lake. I mean, yeah. like Erie, especially. My my dad's been fishing Erie for thirty some years. He's like, yeah. you know, twenty years ago, springtime there'd be ten boats out. Now yeah. on a weekday, there's a hundred boats out. Yeah. So I mean, you can just visually see that that much boat pressure, yeah. all the electronics. Whether you think that makes a difference or not, I mean, it's yeah. changing the way you have to fish. You have to keep yeah. up kind of with the new trends and. Like when the Ned Rig came out, I mean, you couldn't go wrong with that thing. So, yeah. but now it's kind of slowly starting to fade. Even that and, is still yep. start. Yeah, even I mean, even a Ned Rig starting to fade a little bit. And then, you know, all all this new Euro stuff is yep. so popular now. Yep. Everyone wants the newest JDM stuff because it's yeah. different. And you know, some people swear by that, and some people are like, nope, I've been catching them on the same green pumpkin <laughs> tube for the last thirty years. Why yeah. change? But yeah. everyone has a different kind of pitch to them. Do you? Are you trying to? Do you find yourself just sticking more like tried and true to, you know, what what a crankbait is and what a crankbait, I guess, in my opinion, should be? Or do you find yourself trying to lean into those trends a little more? Sure, a little bit. Like little we bit got into that balsa trend. And, you know, I'm not, yeah. especially you come here, guys never bought from you before. You don't want to be too different because then they won't buy. But you want to be similar enough where they're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's similar to something I've thrown before. I'll try it. You know, you, you ease them into it a little bit. So a yeah. little bit of both. Try to straight stay pretty you know pretty along the lines but you flare yeah. out like that's like some crazy paints crazy color shifts we do and then <laughs> yeah. of course the glide baits you know swim baits yeah. we got into this year big yeah. which we saw you know everyone wants yeah. to do well you you paint a whole you paint a lot of different colors man a lot of different variations a lot of different patterns and you know i feel like half the beauty of picking out a bait is going oh dude that's money that's gotta be the juice <laughs> yeah you know what I, mean? I mean it's all yeah. i mean even the pros will tell you, it's all confidence if you have confidence in something yeah whether it's because it's pretty because it's ugly because it's this that right. whatever i mean that's that fit, fit, they'll say fishing's 90 percent in your head and yeah. just 10 percent what the fish is yeah. doing so yeah and you know it's like you say a lot of it's confidence because like i've got my confidence colors mm-hmm. paul's got his confidence colors we've got our confidence styles you yeah. know what i mean and i've got a confidence color of nicks that <laughs> yeah. morning dawn jerk bait oh yeah, oh, yeah. My yeah. yeah. i had one of the best days I ever had on the lake. Yeah, I remember seeing that post, and you called me on the way home, you. I think. Yep. Be like, oh, man, Dude, I need some more of those. It was <laughs> insane. Yeah. I've had, like, probably three just 
phenomenal days on that lake. That's yeah. why I do do what we do just to hear that, you know, because obviously working, I can't fish every day, but hearing that, you know, I think I was working, you know, painting that yeah. day. I'm like, sweet, someone caught him on my baits that day. It so. was phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, just <laughs> yeah. big and left and right. It was so <laughs> cool. And it was just that, you know, February. Yeah. Yep. Where you let that jerk bait pause for ten seconds, boom, six pounder, boom, five pounder. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I do appreciate awesome that getting yeah. that bait from you, man. That's yeah. just like, that's what I live for. Yeah, you know, that's what we all live for is having yeah. those days yep. on the lake. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and um, like I say, it's you know when I look at a color on a bait, I, I think of stuff that I've thrown in the past and that I've capitalized on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, because yeah. like. You know, on River Smallmouth, you know, I'll one of my favorite colors in the world is, you know, a Canada crawl, mm-hmm. you know, for a Ned rig. You mm-hmm. know, just talking about soft plastics, obviously. One of my favorite crankbait colors on the French Broad is like a like a burnt crawl mm-hmm. or something like that. You know what I mean? And um, what's cool about baits, and especially like the bait, the kind of baits that you paint, mm-hmm. is your stuff is so different from every, from anything else. I mean, it really is. It's it's so different from anything else. Um, and you do so many different colors, like I was saying, that I feel like a lot of times when people are shopping, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they come to these shows to go to these booths and these guys have these custom baits, you know, these hard plastic or, or hard baits, we'll call them. Um, they see a color that they've capitalized on in the past, and then they'll see a little variation, variation of that, and they're like, yep. oh, that's going to be sweet. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Well, something yes. different about Nick's is the style of the colors. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not like you've got... You've got people that make come out start making like crazy colors, mm-hmm. right? And you got some bait companies that are just kind of bland and they make traditional stuff. Mm, yeah, Nick's kind of in the middle of that where it's try it's, to blend both. It's you know. true catching stuff, like yes. it is, and it looks very really, really good. It's it's subtle. It looks very yeah, it's yeah. subtle subtle, it's subtle stuff, and yeah. it looks very lifelike. Yeah. Um. So that's one thing that I really liked about your baits. They're just awesome yeah. awesome colors that well, are really tried and true colors right. thank you <laughs> and and talking about and talking about you know uh fishing pressure and having to adjust to the way things are now um some me personally as an angler i have more confidence in baits that are more natural mm-hmm. that's just always how oh yeah been. it's hard to go wrong with that yeah route. I, I mean maybe coming coming from like a wild trout background or something mm-hmm. like in my head natural makes sense and, exactly yeah you know i it, it, the thing that's cool about your baits is like you still got that color variation, some of that wild stuff, maybe some chartreuse, mm-hmm. maybe some orange, you know, maybe something a little crazy in there. But, like, it's subtle enough to where it still feels natural yeah. but, but looks good. It's yeah. somewhere in between. I try so. to ride that line. That's a fine line yeah. where, you know, you have the, like, cartoonish-looking stuff, and then you got people, like, mm-hmm. foiling baits with little pictures of fish. So yeah. it's like a you want to yeah. be right in the middle somehow and not <laughs> yeah. overdo it on either end. Hey, yeah. i got a question for you, <laughs> yeah. if you can answer this. Uh-huh. the what type of hooks do you use on yours? So we just started using BKK treble hooks. They're, I'm pretty impressed with them. They're a newer company. Those are the ones from last year? Those, yeah. uh, some of them last year had them. Some of them still like had the triple talent. grips. Those would be triple grips, yeah. Those are triple Those are grips. must have triple grips. Which yeah. are great hooks. Ask, yeah. But uh, the BKKs were able to get direct through them, where Mustad, you have to go to a dealer, and you know you can't go direct to Mustad, even if you're like, hey, I want to buy. I, I told him, I said, hey, I'll buy like 50,000 hooks. Yeah. They're like, no, you have to go to our dealer. I'm like, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, BKK, okay. I deal directly with, so yeah. it's a little bit better on my end. I can lower the price you know, for, for you guys. And I honestly think that hook, 
it's as sharp as an owner, which um, owner stingers. Mm-hmm. I mean, those things you look at wrong and you get hooked. Our <laughs> fingers, like you, you, me and my dad do put all the hooks on the baits. We had more blood this year than I think we ever had putting KVD triple grips on. Yeah. So that alone, you know, yeah. just told yeah. us. And we tested them all through, year, all through the year. Small yeah. mouth will tear up a hook faster than a large mouth will. Oh, yeah. I mean, so – and. We put them test on Erie, boat flip them on a jerk bait. Not the smartest thing, but shows yeah. you if they're going to bend or not. And they, you know, yeah. they stayed pretty straight. So yeah. Yeah. that's what we're using this year. Not saying that the triple grip I still have on some of my baits. They're a great yeah. hook. It just what made sense for us business wise was yeah. getting BKK. And I mean, through the whole pandemic, I had a tough time actually getting triple grips. And BKK was there saying, "Hey, we're readily available." So it just yeah. kind of made business sense. That's just a business, you know, yeah. thing you gotta yeah. ju- do. Of course, I'd love to put gamagatsus and those kinds of hooks on, but no one can afford to pay a dollar a hook. To, yeah, to sell. your hooks are yeah. great. Really, yeah. like when when I was throwing jerk when your jerk, jerk baits mm-hmm. last year. No, I mean they yeah. stuck oh, every yeah. <laughs> fish. Never had one come off. Yep. Um, you know, and that's awesome. Like those mega bass hooks. Everyone, oh, yeah. everyone knows mega bass. Just, they're sharp. They're sharp. They're, they're sharp than, as heck. But after about five, ten fish, if you unhook them with the pliers, they're twisting yeah, circles. Twisted. <laughs> yeah. You're missing. You're missing whole hooks, and you're yeah. like, what the heck happened? So yeah. that way, you know, we sell them. If someone wants to change the hooks, they can. But ninety nine times out of ten, someone's gonna be like, those hooks yeah. are perfect for, they're for really this. Good so. hooks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, man. Like I say. Uh, it was it was a really dangerous booth to be next to last year. And, uh, I'm sorry for that. Uh, no man, we got to meet each other. Hey, yeah. yeah. No nah, man, that, yeah, we oh, made a really cool connection too. there. You and Paul made a really cool connection yeah. there, and uh, um, you know, yeah. it, was, it was it was a hard booth to be next to <laughs> for sure. But for a very good reason, um, you do make a really nice bait, well, man. And you. Your your stuff works really well. well so uh, keep doing what you're doing, <laughs> and it sounds like. Uh, Sounds like you stay pretty busy doing oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's, we'll be yeah. on the road pretty much till the Classic. We're going to do the Classic show. we got a couple weeks okay. here and I'll there. We'll there. be home. But uh, pretty much going to be throwing some miles on the truck. You know, yeah. We're off what, to Kansas City in a couple days. What's uh, what's kind of your lineup here for the foreseeable future? Like, what have you got? Just the same like shows show, that you do every year? Uh, so, we got Kansas City here and. uh you know, we'll be leaving on uh, Wednesday. It's Saturday now, so okay. that's a new one for us. You know, it's it's kind of by Table Rock, that kind of deal. So we're looking forward to that. Taking a lot of rock crawlers, taking a lot of uh, wiggle warts. That's kind of the name yeah. of the game there. So yeah. we'll see. You know, you never know if that's going to sell, but on paper that should be what the guys there want. Yeah. Then we're off to East Tennessee directly after that for the end of the month this January. And nice. We've done that one for seven years now, and that's just a great. That's a balsa crankbait country. You know, yep. I mean, we were talking about that yesterday. Absolutely. Tennessee is just home of the balsa, yeah. flat side, that yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. Then uh, I think we got a week home, so we kind of get sit back, relax, maybe paint a little, restock. <laughs> Off to Columbus, Ohio, which is mm. the closest show we do. Uh, yeah. It's a good show. We got. I've been doing that one the longest. It's uh, kind of where my first fan base, you know, that I customer base I sold to. Right. Then right, okay. Georgia, that's a new one for us. Uh, nice. Convinced by, you know, web orders, you track, see where a lot of your packages are going, and then you follow that. And Georgia is a good selling state for us, so nice. we're looking forward to going Georgia. It's uh, Cartersville, Georgia. Cartersville, Georgia. Yeah, okay. just north, north uh, west, I think, of Atlanta. Uh, okay. Another break in between, then we're to Alabama, or right on the Coosa and Gadsden, I believe yeah. that's yeah. how you yeah. pronounce it. Then yep. end with the classic. So. Nice, nice. One we wanted to do this year because of the area was Red Crest, MLF Red Crest, yeah. but it fell on the same weekend as the Alabama show. 
So Alabama's just, a big show, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, and it's the first year for them, but uh, they're the same people who do the East Tennessee deal. Oh, and anyone uh, who's ever been to East Tennessee knows how great of a deal yeah. you know they put on there. So yeah. we had a pick and choose, and we decided to go, uh, out, you know, Alabama route this year. But uh, okay. ML, the MLF show I've been wanting to do. You know, uh, we've done the classic for a few now, nice. few years now, but yeah. uh, maybe it'll work out next year. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, man. And uh, like I say, just keep doing what you're doing. I'm sure it will. So um, where can people find you as far as finding your baits, maybe finding you on social media and that sure. kind of deal? Sure. So Folks Custom Cranks, if you Google it, you know, the uh, web page will come up. FolksCustomCranks.com. We have Facebook, Instagram. Uh, don't have Twitter anymore. I think I did like 10 years ago, but yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same way. Me I too, had it too. when, you know, you were young, but uh, yeah. I don't understand Twitter anymore. Yeah, but, me uh, either. It's a, TikTok, it's TikTok's been growing. Nice. So okay. uh, just started last year. was convinced by a couple yep. other vendors I'll to get TikTok. TikTok. And, yeah. and uh, you know, it's a different way to advertise. Definitely getting into a new crowd. Yeah. My wife, uh, for the longest time, she's... She loves TikTok, and she's like, yeah. you need to get on TikTok, this, yeah. that, that, whatever. I'm like, oh, I don't know if there's any bass fishermen on there. Yeah. I thought it was oh, all dude, just people yeah. dancing until yeah. I got on there, and I'm like, yeah. I had a video go to 500-some <laughs> thousand views of me cutting wood for balsa baits, and I was like, yeah, go. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, told me the same thing. Yep. Y'all need to get on TikTok. <laughs> I was awesome. stubborn. I, and I told yeah. her that. I was like, you're right. You're right. Well, <laughs> you know, we just talked to Fat Cat Newton not too long ago, and, and you know, one thing that he said, he was like, uh, we were talking about just how to grow the podcast because yeah. he's a big social media oh, personality. Yeah, yeah. He's so a great guy. me and him were talking, you know, going back and forth, and he said, dude, the reels and the TikToks, mm-hmm. he said, man, that's where it's at yep. right now. He that said people quick, just yeah. real quick. Yeah, if you, if you get a, you know, a, a 20-second reel off a podcast or a 20-second reel, yep. you painting or cutting baits oh, or whatever, yeah. man, I mean, it could blow up. Oh, it, yeah, that's huge. like I watch the, the podcast clips all the time of, like, Joe Rogan and all that yeah, stuff. I don't watch the full episodes. I just watch the little watch clips. Watch the clips. Because that's, yeah. you know, that's the funny part, highlights, that kind of thing. And on top it, of that, not, me, only, so. not only will you get more views on your clips, but you'll get more views on your podcast yeah, eventually. Exactly. So, people will move yeah. over to it. Or so. whatever you're doing. Yep. So. And in two years, who knows? It might be something completely different. You know, never awesome. know with technology. Yeah, so. So it's like bass fishing. Yeah, you got to <laughs> yeah. keep up with it every every year. Something yeah. changes. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, folks, customs cranks on Instagram, Facebook, Facebook TikTok, TikTok, and, and you've yep. got a website. Awesome. Yep, guys. That was Nick's folks with folks customs cranks, and uh, hope you enjoyed listening. And stay tuned for next time. This production is brought to you by Southern Appalachian Anglers Guide Service in Asheville, North Carolina, where trusted guides provide exceptional service.